Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it might be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan. I'm joined by Tony McKinnon, and this is our new podcast. Um, we're calling it right now Rama for Today's Generation, where we talk all things Rama. Um, you know, we might get a better name. If you want to send me an email at chagin, that's C-H-A-G-I-N, at Rama, R-H-E-M-A dot org, um, if you come up with a better name, maybe we'll call it something better than Craig's podcast. But, um, you know, I'm joined here here with Tony. But before I talk about Tony, let me talk about myself. Yeah, that's a better subject. That's a better subject. You know, some of you may know me. Some of you may not know me. But I, I'm what they call the grandson. Obviously, my grandfather is Kenneth E. Hagen, the father of the modern-day faith movement. My, my father is Kenneth Hagen Jr., Pastor Hagen, Pastor Rama Bible Church, and I'm just Craig. I know some of you might know me as the announcement guru around Rama, the clown, or whatever you might want to say. Um, um, or I am a YouTube sensation. Someone told me the other day. Um, anytime you see a video with my grandfather, you'll probably see me in the background. I might be a few pounds lighter than I am today, but I'm, I'm back there. I'm taking care of, of him. But, but I have been in the ministry for 29 years myself. Uh, I am a teacher here at Raymond Bible Training College. I'm also the associate pastor. I'm also the singles pastor. I also do whatever else they tell me to do. Um, I, I am the, um, the director of operations for Kenneth Hagin Ministries. I oversee all the worldwide schools and like I said, whatever else they tell me to do, that's what I do. But I'm joined here with what we'll call him T-Mac, Tony McKinnon. Um, he's, he's also a teacher here at Raymond Bible Training College. But, but Tony, kind of introduce yourself um, a little bit. Well, I am the brother from another mother. <laughs> uh, Craig and I are the same age, barely a month apart. Craig was born the month before Woodstock in 1969. <laughs> I was born the month at, uh, just a few weeks after. And, and for you that can't do math, that's 51 years ago. Yeah, 51 years ago. And so Craig is the sanctified brother. I'm the unsanctified one, born after Woodstock. And so <laughs> so uh, uh, Rayma has been a part of my life going back to the uh, 80s, really the late 70s during the, the charismatic move that hit our part of the world down in South Georgia. I'm from a little town called Willa Coochie. Google it. It's a real place. Willa Coochie, Georgia. Willa Coochie, Georgia. Um, do those guys know how to count their votes there in Willa Coochie? They are count. We got our votes right. It's the folk in Atlanta that messed up. All right. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we've got only three votes in Willa Coochie. It's not hard to count those. <laughs> And so, uh, anyway. Hey, do dogs vote in Willacoochee? Dogs don't vote in Willacoochee, but the Wildcats do. What about dead people? Uh, dead people don't vote in Coochie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and so, uh, my, my parents became acquainted with, with Brother Hagen uh, through uh, the charismatic move, Phil Gosselin Business Men's Fellowship. I, uh, long story short, I backslid, came back to the Lord, and began reading Brother Hagen's books. I'm sure you're not the only one that's backslid. Not the only one that's back. We were we grew up Methodist, so we we believed in backsliding and practiced it. Okay, that that was a, the Christian way of life back then. Yeah, huh? Christian way of life. And so I wound up coming to Rama later in life. Uh, been in ministry now for I guess 27, 28 years. Uh, been back here on staff for going on in my seventh year. And so, um, what else you want to know? 
Well, I know besides being on staff and besides being a teacher, I know you work with the alumni. Tell, tell us what you do with, with the alumni. And, and, you know, for some of you who don't know, is that we have over 3,000 um, churches around the world pastored by Raymond graduates. And, and Tony's real involved with that. Tell us what you do, Tony. Yes, we, uh, along with uh, Doug Jones and Joe Dunnick, myself, and we have two secretaries, uh, we uh, help care for our alumni and our credentialed ministers with RMAI all over the world. Now, RMAI, RMAI is Rama Ministerial Association International, for some of you that might not know that. Correct. Um, that that's the, uh, our, um, what do they call it? Credentialing branch. Credentialing branch of Rama. Correct. And, and so those that carry credentials, licensed and ordained ministers. And so we spend a lot of time with them, but then also our alumni, both the Alumni Association, which we encourage uh, everyone to be a part that's graduated from school. But so we, everything from resourcing to counseling to connecting to finding, helping people find their place in ministry, we're the one-stop shop. Now, that's something you said that's pretty interesting. You know, we have a lot of Arama alumni that are not actually ministers. Correct. And, and, you know, we a lot of people come to Arama that are not going to go into ministry, but they just come to Arama to learn more about God's Word. And maybe you're out there today and you're saying, you know what? I want to go to a place to, to learn more about God's Word. And we, we encourage you to, to check out rbtc.org. That's Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org. And, you know, maybe you want to learn more about the Word of God. We want to encourage you to, to do that. But um, if you are a Rama graduate, we also want to encourage you to join the Rama Alumni Association. Correct. You can go to Rama. If you're, if you're an alumni, uh, go to rama.org slash alumni. That's uh, R-H-E-M-A dot org. But if you're a Raymond alumni, you should know that. You should know that. Right. Raymond.org slash alumni. And from there, you can connect with us. There's even a tab there to the school. Uh, and all things Rama alumni can be connected there on that website. Now, on our podcast, we're going to interview a number of Rama graduates, both in ministry, also in business. In fact, um, I talked to a number of businessmen um, who are Rama alumni, and they talked about that their experience at Rama really they feel that's what got them to to, to you know the, the the principles that they learn here has has helped excel them in business. And you know, Tony, we don't just need ministers; we we, we need people in, in every walk of life, you know, to support the gospel, but also, you know, if we're going to reach every walk of life, we have to have people to minister to people every walk of life. Absolutely. I mean, you know, know, dad always talks about, you know, you might be a mechanic, you might be an accountant, um, you might be a real estate developer or whatever it might be, but, you know, God has a plan for your life. And and that's one thing we're talking about on this podcast that, you know, sometimes when they think Rama, they think minister. And, and we do. I mean, one of, one of the goals of Rhema is to train ministers to go around the world to preach the gospel of faith. Now, if any of you don't know, um, back in 1950, my grandfather, Brother Hagen, we all, everyone calls him, or Dad Hagen, uh, received the mandate from God. And the mandate um, said this. He says, go teach my people faith. And, um, you know, one of, of the ways, because my grandfather would always say, well, how I'm just one man. How am I going to be able to to teach this message of faith to, to the world? And um, first, the Lord told him to put um, all his teachings in book form and um, on, on tape form. Now it's MP3s and things like that. You know, but at that time it was it was actually not even cassette tapes. It was reel to reel. And uh, 
I don't know how many people have seen a reel-to-reel tape, but I'm sure not very many. <laughs> in fact, I'm, I'm sure Tony and I, uh, we kind of brought up in the eight-track generation. Eight-track. Eight-track tapes. Yes. I mean, that was the first you know, tapes. And then they moved to cassettes and then the CDs and then to nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so all we have is computer-generated files now, you know. <laughs> you know but, but anyway, um, he put all his messages on, on, on that form. And then, you know, we, we've, we, I think we have 289 books and can't remember, you know, how, how many, how many um, um, books are in, um, in, in print across the, na- across the nations around the world. But um, he says, still says, I'm just one man. And, and the Lord gave him one time, in fact, he, he, um, the direction to start a Bible school. And that's where Rama Bible Training College started. Um, you know, when the Lord directed him to start a Bible school, he, he reached down to my father, Kenneth Hagen Jr., they called him at the time, now Pastor Hagen. Yeah. Um, he's the one who actually went to Bible school. And Rama's a little bit different than most Bible schools. You know, at, at Rama, um, my grandfather says that, that when you go to a Bible school, that, um, you know, that about 80% of it, is math and science and all stuff. You got about twenty percent on Bible training, but we wanted to turn that around and and you know we want to concentrate on the on the Bible stuff. You know we don't really have any math. We don't have any anything. Now we do talk about practical ministries because you know ministry is not just about preaching. Ministry and leadership. Yeah, I mean we talk about leadership. We do have one class that you do have a little bit of math. That's my class, financial management, where you have to do a budget because you know what you can't you can't be a steward of of God's of God's finances if you can't even handle your own finances. So we Correct. do talk about that, but um. Um, you know, my grandfather had the idea that if we could just train 50 students a year, that we could do something to, to, to reach this world. You know, and, it, and it's just pretty interesting because 50 students a year was we, we surpassed that the first year. Right. And in fact, 77 students showed up in September of 1974 in a borough building here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um Fifty-eight of them graduated. You know, not everyone graduates. Sometimes students leave for some 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 reason. Sometimes it's financial. Sometimes we ask them to leave. But um, <laughs> you know, but thank God that we graduated. That's one thing I did not say. I have I'm a 1991 um, Oklahoma State graduate. I have a degree in accounting, and then I went to Rama Bible Training College and graduated in 1993. What year did you graduate, Tony? I graduated in '99. We were the silver class, 25 the, the years. Silver class. Yeah. And I have a degree in agribusiness, so you know, there's a- that. agribusiness. Yeah. I can farm. He can farm. <laughs> he's he's a farmer. Now now who is Dale? Dale who? You know, the farmer in the Dale? Farmer in the Dale. I've always wondered who yeah. Dale was. Well, I guess not. he's not important. He's not important. Because he's in the Dale. He's, he's the you Dale. You can't farm in the Dale. You Everybody can't knows farm that. farm in the Dale. But, but anyway, we had 58 um, students graduate their very, very first year in 1975. And I was just looking at the stats the other day. Um, and like I said, I am over the world, all of the, the schools you know, in, around the world. And today we actually have... 268 campuses um, that we've been approved, 253 in operation, because, you know, once we approve a campus, sometimes it takes a couple of years to, to get everything there to, to be approved. Um, we're in 50 nations right now, and 
so far we've graduated 88,681 students around the world. Rama graduates. Wow. I mean, that's a whole lot more than 50 a year. Yeah. You know, actually, here in the U.S., um, we've graduated over 28,000 um, students here in the United States. But, you know, like I said, once again, if you know, we, we want to invite you to go to rbtc.org to find more information about Rama. I mean, you know, our graduates are doing wonderful things all yes. around the world. I, I know one, one part of your job, Tony, is you, you get the distinct pleasure to talk to pastors on a daily basis. Yes. And, um, you know, you not only hear about their their great things that are happening, you also hear about some things that are not so great happening in their churches. So, that's correct. So that's one of the reasons that we're having you have you on this podcast is because you can you can let us know, you know, kind of what's going on around the world or at least around the U.S. And you know, we've talked to United States um, pastors, um, you know, because because you, you kind of know. What's what some of the issues and what some of the people are, are, are dealing with? And, um, you know, it's just interesting what all our our pastors doing. You know, I, I got an, e um, an email today. I'm, I'm sure, sure you read. I'm sure sure Doug Jones. And if you don't know Doug Jones, not only is he Tony's boss, he's um, also probably the the most favorite um, teacher here here at Rama. Um, you know, he probably has that category overall, over all the teachers we've ever had. Maybe, maybe my grandfather, Brother Hagen was, was the most favorite, but, but I, I think, I think Doug's right yeah. up there. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, we, we don't tell him that much cause we don't want him to get the big head. He already has a big enough head, you know, yeah. the way it is, but, yeah. but uh, um, Doug sent uh, an email out this uh, today. I'm sure you, have you seen that email? I've, I didn't, I've been in class and yeah. then I came over here. So. And, and so um, he was talking about our, our Rama's influence around the world. And, you know, my dad always talks about that, that Rama has more influence um, outside the United States than they do inside the United States. And so we got this email from one of our Rama pastors. Um, and um, it's actually, the email comes from pastor, Chris Catan, um, Harrison's dad. Yeah, Caton. Caton. All right, Caton. I want to pronounce his name right. <laughs> um, it's spelled like Catan, yeah. though, but okay. And so actually, um, he was um, talking about um, another pastor, Adam Fredericks, um, who is an Army I pastor. And that's Barry Fredericks, his son, yes. All right. And so, um, well, let me, let me just read it, all right? It says, um, Dear Brother Doug, it says, It was great to see you last week at Call to Arms um, Men's Conference. And we just, for some of you who don't know, we just had a big men's conference last week, Call to Arms. It was a wonderful, wonderful time where, where a bunch of men got together. And um, at that men's conference, um, my dad um, talked about how Rama's influence is, is worldwide. And so... So Pastor Chris says, I think Pastor Hagen, who spoke at um, on the conference around the world, uh, would might want to hear this testimony from Pastor Adam Fredericks. Um, he told us this last week. He says, Pastor Adam says that pre-COVID, you know, pre-COVID, remember those days? You remember those days, Tony? Remember those days. Pre-COVID, you, know, um, you know, when things were normal? Things were normal. You know, that, you know people say, well, now we're going to have a new normal, but, but we're not going to have a new more normal. Nope. But, you I know, normal, normal. I mean, God didn't invent the new normal. Nope. All right. That was these doctors. I mean, God, you know, in fact, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I don't think the new normal is abundant life. Do it's you, Tony? Not abundant, no. I mean, you know, I don't think that we need to not shake hands, you know, not be within six feet of each other. 
nodding Thanksgiving dinner together? No. Have no. you heard some of these governors? You I know? have. Windows open at Thanksgiving. It's cold in some of these places. Yeah, and then, you know, I just heard that New York wants to go back and they want to close um, their restaurants and 10 bars. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. They don't close their restaurants. I, I guess COVID doesn't come out at night. Yep, yep. COVID has a curfew. So, so after 10 p.m., you're not going to get COVID, according yep, to the governor. Yep. yep. So, so that's good. So, so wouldn't we want to go out after 10? Absolutely. So I think that's why we, we should go out after 10 because COVID stops at 10. Yeah, COVID stops at 10. According, according to them. Anyway, just getting back to um, to um, Pastor Adam. So Pastor Adam says, um, um, pre-COVID, a lady who attends his church asked him to accompany her as she attends a, a prayer rally um, that she and her mother lead weekly at the United Nations in New York City. You know where that is, right? Yep, New York City. New York City. I, I didn't know if you Georgia boy might not yeah, you know, we, might know. We found it on the map one time. All right, you know yeah. they, they have a United Nations there for some of yeah. you people. It's that, not very united, though. Well, it might not be, you know. But they don't want to call it the divided nations. No, no, that would be yeah. Because we don't want to tell the truth. That would be do correct. We? No, we don't want to. No, not on air. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so, so we have the United Nations, folks, in New York City. And it says, I believe her mother is employed in some capacity there. It says, people from all over the world attended this prayer meeting. His church member introduced him and told the attendees that he was a graduate of, of Rama Bible Training College. He was personally trained by Kenneth E. Hagan. When she called Brother Hagan's name, Pastor Adams said that an audible gasp were heard all around the room, and that people began to murmur. When the prayer meeting ended, the woman and her mother offered a personal prayer for anyone who wanted it, and they all ran up to Pastor Adam, to, and, and, Pastor Adam and asked him to lay hands upon them and pray for them. Pastor Adam says it was a cool experience that made me more grateful for Brother Hagen, and I also uh, understood the far reach that Rain was having. And, and so, you know, these people from all wow. around the world, all these United Nations or divided nations, just, just Tony here one is going to call it. Um, they knew about about Brother Hagen yeah. and they know wow. about Rama. And so, you know, actually, Tony, we're going to have listeners from all around the world, not not just here. True. You know, in the United States. I mean, sometimes that that we only think about the U.S., but there's more going on around the world. And, you know, that's one thing, too, that we need to come against um, this so-called second wave of COVID right. going around the world. I, I mean, I've been here like Raymond Norway was supposed to have their graduation. Well, first of all, they're supposed to have their graduation last March and I was supposed to be their graduate speaker. And then uh, two days before I was headed to Norway, um, President Donald Trump, I like saying that, President Donald Trump, um, he, um, he forbid all, all travel to, to Europe. And so we ended up having to cancel that graduation. And so, so they finally were going to have graduation this past weekend. And I still can't travel to Europe. So I, I actually did it by video, you know, right there on, on our stage here at the church. And I um, got that all to them, all excited about their graduation. And then um, two days before graduation, um, the, um, the president, prime minister, whoever it is in Norway, decided they're going to lock back down, ha can't have a crowd over, t over 20 people mm -hmm. anymore, and they were not able to have their graduation. And so this COVID thing, you know, um, 
they're having a so-called second wave, but we're going to come against a second wave. Yes, yeah. You, you, know, you know, here at Raymond, we, we learned to, to speak um, to our mountains. Yes. And, you know, right now I think COVID is, is a huge mountain all around the world, not just here in the United States. And, and, and we're commanding this COVID to, to, to cease to exist all around the world. And we want all our listeners to come in agreement with us that COVID-19, number one, cannot live in our bodies. Right. Number two, COVID-19 you know, has to leave th- this world. Yeah, because it's not just an inconvenience. It's a hindrance to the spread of the gospel. It, it, it really is. I mean, I mean a lot of our schools or most of our schools have had to have some kind of online format um, during this COVID-19. And, you know, and churches are still not even open. And in fact, here in America, um, which America is more open than a lot of other countries, that, that there's, there's still... Um, you know, uh, um, well, somewhere between 55 and 60 percent of churches in America are still closed. And the pastors who are, are not, they're not closed. I, I shouldn't say the word closed because, you know, they're preaching the gospel online. They're not meeting. They're not they're not meeting, you know, assembling together. But the Bible clearly says it says we should not forsake our assembling together. It doesn't say anything about we should we should go ahead and meet online or anything like that. Yeah. It says we should come together. Um, in one accord. And so, you know, uh, they're not meeting. You know, Jesus, I'm glad he became flesh and blood, not a digital image. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think some people might actually have a hologram of Jesus yeah, when they preach. Yeah. You know, I don't think that'll work. Yeah. You know, you know, this is new technology. Yeah. You know, but but, you know, and it didn't say that Jesus, um, he would zoom his meetings there. I mean, I, I never read that no. in, the, in the Gospels. Zoom where, meeting on you know, the Mount. Or Jesus just stayed there in Nazareth all his life. Yeah. And he just zoomed meetings. Zoomed. To, he just, you know, zoomed to Jerusalem. He zoomed to Jerusalem. Yeah, zoom, zoom. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> says most churches in America that are meeting in person only have about about one third. So about 33 percent, maybe 40 percent of, of their normal you know, congregation members. And you know what's really sad, Tony, is... um. You know, during the first few weeks, people were tuning in online, but now people are not always tuning in online, Right. you know, because there's other things that they could do. And they say, I'll watch that later. But, you know, pretty soon they're not watching it at all. Later never comes. Later never comes. But, you know, I know some of those people are still giving, you know, because because they would feel bad not giving to God, you know, but but they're not tuning in. And and, um, they're also probably not listening to this podcast either because... (laughs) You know, we're talking about the things of God. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about, the things of God here. And, you know, because um, it is relevant to today's generation. Yeah. And, and I believe we're living in a godless generation right now. And, and that's kind of a problem. But you know what? If, if you need um, or you know somebody that, that's called to the ministry or, or maybe want to learn more about the Bible, rbtc.org, and you can find all things Rama. And, and, and in fact, um, Tony, we're, we are accepting applications yes. to start in January yes, right now. Yes, that's right. I mean, you know, a, a lot of our, our alumni don't realize that we can start in January. Right, start mid-year now. That's exactly right. Yeah, because back when we went to school, there was only one time. If, one if intake, you, fall. If, if you didn't make it in the fall, you got to wait a whole other year. Yep. But but you know what? We've made it more convenient, and mainly it's because of our software. You know, some software actually works. Yeah, yeah. You know, some software doesn't really work, and they're trying to figure all yeah, that out. Yeah. You know, in a number of states here in the United States. Um, but um, yeah, we don't have anything coming in at three a.m. It's all good. Yeah. So you can't come to Rama at three a.m. Not at three a.m. Yeah. So Rama actually starts at eight thirty. Eight thirty. Eight thirty a.m. Not yeah. three a.m. Yeah. So in the daylight. In the daylight. You know. 
all things come to light. <laughs> anyway, we're just kind of, you know, me and Tony like to joke around a little bit, and so sometimes you have to hear some of our inside jokes. But um, you can you can start Rayma in January. So, so maybe if you feel that God's calling you to ministry, or maybe you know somebody, you know, probably everybody that goes to church might know somebody in their church that they really feel that it's called the ministry. Or may, maybe you're a pastor, and you know you have someone in your church that is called to the ministry. I mean, send them to Rama. I mean, I, I was just reading um, about a, a pastor that um, that has a, in their church, they, they actually have a scholarship um, for, to send people to Rama. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and in fact, they even have on the wall the people who, who, who they have sent to Rama. And right now, they, they're a small church, and, and they have th- three students here at Rama this year. Wow. And so, you know, I mean, like I said, this is all about Rama, and, and we would like you to, to know more about that. But, you know, coming up in just a few short days, um, November 25th, we're going to light up this campus. Yep. I mean, you know, if you have never experienced our Christmas lights, you need to come here. We're in the Broken Arrow. <laughs> No, we're Broken Arrow. Um, Broken Arrow, um, Tulsa area. Our church is actually in Broken Arrow. The campus here is in Broken Arrow. We have 100 lovely acres, I think 108 lovely acres here in Broken Arrow. And we have over 2 million Christmas lights. We're actually approaching maybe 3 million Christmas lights. And we're going to light this campus up on November 25th. And the lights will be on all the way through July 1st. Sorry. January. Yes, January. January. Not, not. <laughs> we're not going to light up half the year. We're going to start Woodstock again in August. <laughs> Leave the lights on to then. <laughs> That's right. January first, um, we'll be turning the lights off. And so, if you can possibly make it here to, to Rama, it's always a wonderful time. It's beautiful. Nothing Jericho's. like you've ever seen. They don't have that in Georgia. No, I have anything like that. We don't have enough electricity in Georgia for that. <laughs> they can't count either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we you know. We're going to get better at this podcast thing. I mean, you know, this is our very first attempt at, at a podcast. My very first ever. Okay, I've done a number of podcasts, but we, this is our very first. In fact, at some point it's in time. It's our first date. <laughs> at some point in time, we're actually going to have videos so they can see how ugly we are. <laughs> but if you really want to see that, go to, go to YouTube. You can see me when I was a lot skinnier. <laughs> or you can look us up. We're, we're both on Facebook. Um, yeah. uh, you know, look us up. In fact, speaking of Facebook and other social media, um, you know, you should check out Rama. We're on all the social media functions. That's R H E M A, Rama Bible Church, Rama Bible Training College. Um, you know, Rama or, Alumni Association Rayma for Alumni. you alumni. Yeah, or also Kenneth Hagen Ministries. We're, right. we're 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 on all social media, all different platforms. As long and and we don't say anything controversial there because the Bible's not controversial. At right. least at least right now it's not. You know, you never know in the future they might be trying to. Trying to cut that because it seems like this generation is kind of going crazy. But, but we're there, um, you know. And Raymond's everywhere. It's not. It's not just here in the United States. And it's an exciting time. So, so we're going to sign off um, right now. In fact, we'll just sign off the way we sign off our television programs. There. You know, Rama Bible Training College in Rama is bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. God bless you. Have a great day.